So how would we know that Jesus is coming is that most people are going to be deceived. And you can see, this is still a build up on deception. And I've said for the longest time, the church did not consider much more of the level of deception as a sign for the coming of Christ, because we are focused on environmental science and natural science of wars, of famine, of earthquakes as the signs that Jesus is coming. And yes, they are. But one of the major signs is that deception would increase. Are there things in your life that are competing for the lordship of your life that wants to dominate you and inform you on how you have to live your life? Those things are competing for a position of a Messiah in your life. Not only that, there are also a lot of false prophets. We know that uh, many people claimed before that they are the Christ and they died and we buried them and their life came to an end. Hello and welcome to Expansion Revolution Nuggets. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm continuing my discussion on the signs of the coming of the Lord. And remember what we have said so far is to look at the three questions that Jesus asked or that the disciples asked Jesus. What will be the sign of your coming? No, when will this be? And what will be the sign of your coming? And what will be the sign of the end of the age? And we have answered the first one, that no one knows the time. So the time is very clear, no one knows. But because the time is not known, it means that the science therefore takes a very high position in terms of uh, significance because we don't know the time. And when he started the time, uh, uh, he then said in verse number four, Jesus told them, don't let anyone mislead you. And we have read this uh, in the King James Version where it says, take heed that no one deceives you. And we have said the first sign that Jesus is coming is that deception is going to increase. Today I want to move on to verse number five. It says, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah, they will deceive many. So how would we know that Jesus is coming is that most people are going to be deceived. And you can see, this is still a build up on deception. And I've said for the longest time, the church did not consider much more of the level of deception as a sign for the coming of Christ, because we are focused on environmental science and natural science of wars, of famine, of earthquakes as the signs that Jesus is coming. And yes, they are. But one of the major signs is that deception would increase. And today I want to sit on verse 5 and show you some of the things that Jesus is saying. He says, for men will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah. In other words, towards the coming of Jesus Christ, there are going to be people or deceivers who are going to claim they can replace the role of the Messiah or the role of the Christ. For you to understand this position very well, you need to understand the Hebrew understanding of Messiah or the Greek understanding of the, of the Christ. Who was to become the Christ and who was to become the Messiah? One of the two main, two primary things that the Messiah was to do before the coming of Jesus was that the Messiah was to come and deliver Israel from all his oppressors so that Israel would be free. That is what the Messiah was supposed to be 
able to do to deliver Israel from all its battles and all its enemies. So the Messiah, it's, 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 and, and, and he was thought of like a military king that would come and be able to overcome the Roman and overturn all the powers of all of the Greek and establish a kingdom in Israel that will be strong military to overturn any attack that can come from anyone. Secondly, the Messiah was supposed to come and to be able to save Israel. And this means, this word to save means that he would be able to, to, to snatch out Israel out of any internal conflict that they have experienced and restore the kingdom into peace like it was uh, during the time of, of David uh, after all the wars have been, have, been, have been fought and then there was peace. So this is what the Messiah was supposed to be able to do. He was supposed to be a ruler who would come in and restore. Now Jesus is saying, towards the end of the days, you're going to see people and, and concepts and, and, and models that want to present themselves as a Messiah. What is a Messiah? Something that promises to you that it can deliver you from everything and that it can save you from everything. That's a Messiah. Messiah is anything that wants to take the position of the anointed one and then retain the view that it can provide you with everything that only the anointed one can do. And we know so far by now that there's only one anointed one, Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. So Jesus is saying towards the end of the age, you're going to see people and things that would want to take my position. They would tell you, I can save you from everything. I can deliver you from everything. I think we are living at a time where there's a lot of things that are competing with the idea of God. And I am a very balanced preacher, but if you see the way in which right now uh, 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 the love of money, for example, is growing among us, it is trying to, to, to proclaim to people that it can provide everything to, to them. And one of the problems that we are seeing today is that some of the people, when they become financially stable, they think they don't need God because money wants to elevate itself to the position where it can tell you, you don't need God. So towards the end of the age, you're going to see idolatry that is based on, for example, financial resources. But here's the truth. You and I know no amount of money can give you the peace that you need. It is only the anointed one who can do that. No amount of money can give you the joy that you need. It's only Jesus, the Lord of Lords. So towards the end of the age, you would see things that will promise you what only God can do. That would want to become a Messiah in your life. Are there things in your life that are competing for the Lordship of your life that wants to dominate you and inform you on how you have to live your life? Those things are competing for a position of a Messiah in your life. Not only that, there are also a lot of false prophets. We know that uh, many people claimed before that they are the Christ and they died and we buried them and their life came to an end. So we are still going to see a lot of people who want to claim when to know the date of when Christ is coming or who are going to claim that they are the Christ uh, in their physical body and they have come to save us. When you see such things, please don't agree with them, don't believe them. Know that they are an indicator that Jesus is about to come. Maybe there are people in your society, maybe you have seen it in the news, people claiming that they are the Christ, or maybe you have been told a young boy is born without teeth, but he can speak, or is born without this, but he can do this, he can do this. We will hear a lot of that, but when we hear them, we need to know Jesus is still coming again, the Son of God. And deception and false prophets 
would increase and become many. But none of those should deceive us, nor make us change our mind about the coming of the Christ. Thank you so much for joining me today. Understand that before Jesus comes, we're going to see many false prophets and we're going to see signs promising us that it can solve all the problems and suddenly it will also fail. COVID is one example. I mean, just this little virus has stopped all economies of the world. And when we were, we were thinking that as, as the world, we have now advanced in technology and in science that nothing could ever stop us. But just a small virus stopped everything. And it showed us that science is not the ultimate solution for life. It is a good development. I'm a believer in science and in positivism, but I know that it cannot answer the questions that our spiritual being wants. So science can never be God and science can never compete with God. It only explains what God is doing. And let's put our faith right. Prioritize God in everything that you do and let Jesus be the Lord of your life. Thank you for joining me. You can send your questions to OJ at OJ Matiba and let me hear what you have to say and I will respond. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining.